The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Sam Cooper as the national investigative journalist for Global News. Sam, are are you being called Bernstein or Woodward now? <laughs> Not as yet, but um, I, I have been working on what's going on in British Columbia and we know across Canada now. I've been working on this file for uh, about five or six years, and it really does get deeper and darker with every month, it seems. And I was going to say, I knew for certain that you'd been tackling the BC money laundering issue since January of this year. I had no idea it's been for the last six years that you've just been pouring over documents and building relationships and and discussing things with police, trying to get as much as you can. Six years. Well, yeah, it really started um, in Vancouver when I was looking at the real estate market and just could not understand, like many people in the city, the the crazy price movements on homes. We were seeing so many empty homes. And uh, I started to find out that it, it, it really, it was that there was some very big alleged criminals from uh, foreign countries that were doing a lot of real estate development. Once I started poking into it, people uh, in various agencies were contacting me, sort of saying, you're on the right track. And eventually it became clear that casinos, real estate, drugs, guns, prostitution, illegal casinos, it was all connected on the underground uh, in BC. And again, it's across Canada uh, through various cities. I, I kind of want you to take us a little bit closer to the beginning, or at least from what, when you launched your, your big investigative series that rolled out a, across globalnews.ca earlier this year. The focus was specifically on BC. There's some major players, and the RC, there was a couple of things that were blown in court. But have there been any charges laid, anyone actually in handcuffs now behind bars because of the work that you've been doing? Well, yeah, you're talking about the the e-pirate investigation, and that was a probe into underground banking with connections to China, and uh, the police found South America. Really, it was about moving drugs and money around the world. And uh, um, at the center of it, as you've, you've pointed to the stories, is a, a transnational gang based out of China. So the short answer to your question is specifically on those particular investigations, one major one fell apart, so no one was charged. There was great disappointment and really anger in British Columbia. Uh, And actually it revealed that Canada is behind the eight ball uh, when it comes to organized crime and our laws. It's very difficult to prosecute high-level criminals. There are related investigations. We know some of the people that I have continued to name in these stories. Uh, they're still out there, but it's believed that uh, in one way or another that many of them are still under investigation. But that brings us back to the point that we have found that Canada's laws are not up to the task of tackling transnational crime. So we're starting to see some recognition from the federal government and various governments about that but we don't see much action on the legal side recognition versus action that is what is very important here i imagine all the work that you do is heavily lawyered and you're covered but you are using real people's names was that a a big decision for you for the first time you put a name in print knowing that you're taking on some pretty scary guys I mean, that's a great and really uh, an insightful question because 
I, I said that about five or six years ago, this journey started, and it started by naming uh, a big name. The, this person, just as an example, was wanted on uh, for for absconding with about 500 million from China I, and becoming a huge real estate developer in BC. I named the name, and I got more information that way. So that has been my course of action since then. Uh, it does take a certain amount of, I would say, uh, intestinal um, stability to do that. But and all the stories are extremely heavily vetted by editors, lawyers, my colleagues, and really, I mean, uh, I like to tell people that it, it, I, I thought at one point about being a lawyer or a prosecutor, and I think that's really the kind of work that I have to be doing because we have to get these facts right, and and that's what we do. My friend, think about how much more money you would have been making if you had pursued one of those avenues <laughs> and doing the same kind of good work that you're doing now. That's probably a, a, a conversation uh, off the air. <laughs> we, we'll, that we'll would just... be one for my family to have, yes. <laughs> yes, no kidding. Okay, the latest in, in the work that you're doing in, in the investigative piece, now we're seeing that RCMP has their eyes on a BC Liberal Member of Parliament. That's right, and the background on that story is uh, we we had found really um, by digging luck accident in some federal court files about one of these major players with this transnational China gang. We found that uh, the, the the member from Richmond's former law firm had facilitated a secretive real estate deal for this person and others. And uh, so that led us to, to ask him the questions, were you involved? Uh, the member, Joe Pescoflito, says other lawyers did these controversial deals. I did not. They were my, in my firm. They're independent contractors. I don't know these alleged gangsters that you're pointing to. However, after we did those stories, some sources came out and said, hey, look, this politician has been on our radar for years because confidential police sources were coming forward and saying they were alleging uh, this, this member, this politician, uh, knowingly is associating with Chinese organized crime for the purposes of business in his law firm. And so uh, that's a serious allegation, but we, we did confirm this with these sources of the RCMP has a file. No one has been charged. And Mr. Pescasolito says that uh, no one has ever contacted him about this. And he maintains again that he has uh, he has no ties to any of these secretive real estate deals at his former law firm. Yeah, because that's how it typically works when you when you run any sort of business. You have no idea what's going on in, in your own business uh, by all means. That, that would be totally unusual. I sense some sarcasm in your answer, and, and trust me, as an investigator, that would be the same um, avenue of questioning that I would have. Look, we've talked to lawyers that say his name is on the letterhead of the law firm. He's getting fees on all these deals. Does it add up that he doesn't know what a bear trust transaction is, what these secretive deals are, or he had no knowledge of these deals? Look, other lawyers and, and sources say, I'm sorry, that doesn't add up. But he maintains strongly he does not. Sam, I cannot thank you enough for the time that you spent with us this afternoon and for the incredible work that you are doing on multiple files that definitely affect all of us here in Canada. Thanks very much. Do it again.
that Sam Cooper will definitely be hearing from him again as he continues a six-year investigation. He keeps coming up with more and more, and now a B.C. Liberal MP under the RCMP watch, allegedly, of course. Sam Cooper, the national investigative journalist for Global News.